welcome back to the Better Fitness Proof Podcast. I'll say that again. The Better Fitness Proof Podcast. It's got a name, it's there. Um, I'm joined by one of our amazing members, Andrea. I'm gonna say hi, Andrea, and introduce yourself to everybody, please. Hi. Good, I'm Andrea Johansson. I live here in Westchester with my husband and our children. They range in age from 24 and to 14. Uh, the oldest one is married and so doesn't live with us anymore, but he lives in our zip code um, with his wife and we're so happy about that. <laughs> and, um, we don't ever drop in, um, but we're happy that when we make plans, it does not take long to get from our house to theirs or from their house to ours. It's a dream. And he married a dream come true sort of girl, so that is really wonderful too. Um, the other kids all do live with us right now. Um, uh, the next oldest just graduated from college and is launching his career and uh, I have three in college currently and two in high school. So how many kids in total? Seven. Seven. Seven kids. kids. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Bless your heart. That yeah. is incredible. I struggle too. Yeah. I've said for a long time that it really doesn't matter how many you have, but they take all your minutes. <laughs> and so two can take all your minutes and seven can take all my minutes. And that maybe I have more laundry than um, yeah. some houses, yeah. but maybe I don't, right? You know? <laughs> I don't know how other people you know, live all day long, but, uh, but maybe I have more laundry. <laughs> I love it. Well, for everyone who's listening in, we're actually doing a take two of our podcast because the first time we had some technical difficulties, so we're coming back with the story um, for the first time for you, but the second time for us, but we're gonna go through it again as if it was the first time overall. So, uh, Andrea, why don't you tell me a story about when you were uh, first getting started in, in fitness and um, and just take me through the, the years of, of, of fitness and the struggles and everything. So let's talk about it, let's, let's bring it up, let's bring it back to a time. So, I really started to exercise purposefully in college. Um, and it, it was pretty much the stuff of like taking long walks and um, fast, you know, with a friend who was um, was in better shape than me and uh, what we saw as a good way to um, spend time together and uh, talk and solve a lot of problems and, you know, pray. So it was just really good to be able to combine those things um, together. And it also, I just found that I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, the invigoration of being outside and you know, getting my heart pumping a little bit and, and solving those problems and spending time with a friend and praying too. Um, but, uh, but it started with that. And, and I really was pretty consistent in working out of some variety. I didn't just stick with walking. I have been a member of lots of gyms uh, as a grown-up, um, some in Westchester, some other ones in Westchester. We moved here as a family again in um, maybe 20 years ago. Uh, next month, I can't believe that. Wow. And so, um, so there were different ones that um, that just fit with family life at the time. When my kids were little, the ones that had childcare um, were the big winners, you know, <laughs> because it was a fit um, with my schedule, and I could manage it, you know, and family life. And then there were other times that um, the gym just wasn't working out, and so um, it would be back to walking. Um, but pretty much my whole adult life, I've done something. Um, and I have teenage boys and older, you know, boys in their 20s, and so we do have some gym equipment at our house because they like to, you know, lift heavy things and <laughs> flex their muscles. And so um, when the world shut down, I had a place to go and, you know, still make progress. It's not the same as being here with all of you, but how you were able to pivot in such a short amount of time as 
a staff and figure out how to continue to make working out possible and a degree of togetherness possible and um, safe and uh, engaged uh, workouts possible. You, know, you really did that. And so, um, so I got some equipment from you but was able to have a spot at home to do that. And uh, so, yeah, so it's been, it's been pretty consistent. Yeah, and you've seen some amazing progress yourself, not only um, physical, but the I think the whole picture, right? The the, the emotional, the, the the physical, the uh, all the different aspects that we can hit. You've seen some progress in those stages. But uh, bring back to the time where before we met, um, what, what was it that you went through that made you decide to reach out and to come in and work and, and try work with us? Well, it was kind of dual. Um, though I have been a faithful exerciser um, for my whole adult life, I didn't always have success on the scale. Sometimes I had more success than others. But um, but I prior to coming here, I was at a place again where I'm saying, you know, my life flow quest for smaller pant size. I want to um, take steps and be purposeful about trying to figure that out and you know, kind of crack that nut for myself again. Um, and uh, so I guess before, what really got me to here, there's a better way to tell this story, what really got me to here was a place that I went with a friend um, prior to coming here. And uh, it was another small group personal fitness training class approach. Um, and my second time there, during jumping jacks, I felt a pop in my knee and had never felt anything like that before, knew that, but didn't know what um, beyond that. And the, the trainer leading the class, um, I was able to say to her, this is what's happened. And she, she asked me questions and she was compassionate. She had training to lead us through the movements of that class, but she didn't really have, she didn't demonstrate an ability to go deeper than that and to help me to figure out what had happened. And it turned out I tore my meniscus. Um, the other part of being uh, at this other area gym, um, that ended up being my second time, is I was kind of embarrassed and uncertain about what to do um, with a an uncertainty. You know, it did it wasn't an injury, but I didn't know for sure it was an injury yet. And so it just being my second time, I didn't know what are the social rules here, and you know, do I. Uh, is, is it the right thing to, you know, go and just wait to get her attention? That was the right thing to do. Um, is it the right thing to just, I'm just going to go well? Yeah, <laughs> don't be, you know, afraid. Um, and, and I already said that I had progress I was hoping to make on the scale. And so I felt intimidated in that way too with, you know, like I totally need to be in a place like this. And, um, and I don't want to be perceived as being a baby, being a faker, um, you know, just abandoning this when clearly, you know, there's progress I can make. And so those sorts of thoughts were part of it for me as well in my uncertainty and embarrassment and not knowing what to do. Um, that's just my problem and my, like, they didn't do anything um, in that regard to add to that. They were lovely and, um, and did check in on me over the subsequent days, but still didn't know, you know, any idea. So um, it took me a few days to, um, to of not improving to uh, make a doctor's appointment, and it turned out I tore my meniscus and needed to have surgery. Um, my kids... Uh, what was this, like timeline, what was this? It uh, was um, two years ago, 
in May, I believe. Because with, with COVID time, it's possible it was three years ago in May. <laughs> I think it was two years ago in May, um, in relation to when I landed here. Um, and so that took some recovery time. And my children are the ages that they eat better and my house is cleaner when I'm really there and in it and you know, kind of uh, managing all of that. But everyone can run the show. Um, but there's an impact to mommy going down. <laughs> and, uh, um, so when I got through the surgery and the recovery and was looking around again for um, that still life love quest for smaller pet size that I would love to, um, to be successful in and just um, return to exercise, which I do really enjoy. Um, my husband was all for it, uh, but you know, was saying I care about the safety of the facility and the the training of the staff, and that um, it wasn't their fault that my meniscus tore when I was doing jumping jacks. But um, but he he kind of felt like they should have known, you know, to be able to ask more questions and to be able to help me figure out um, is this just. Um, you know, nice try, Mr. Johansson, you're not getting out of this workout, you know, <laughs> so easily, or um, is it, okay, what you need to do is, you know, and, uh, you know, or you, this is what you should test, you know, to try to find out, those sorts of things. So he was really invested in protecting me and sending me to a place that was safe and really good. Um, because you and I have a friend in common, though we had not met um, ourselves yet, I researched um, Bent on Better on Facebook and filled out a little Facebook profile and heard from Nick, your brother, and um, they're a trustworthy trainer here, um, and uh, came in for an interview, met you, and of course was won by your uh, welcome and how our conversation went and the, the ways that you um, talk to me about how things would go here, um, and I was able to look around and see mixed degrees and, um, and the specialties that he has. I was able to read more things online about your backgrounds and, um, and to be able to then say to my husband, this does look like just the place that we're looking for and the things that meet my um, desire to work out and um, also meet your desire for me to be safe <laughs> and, uh, and be in a place that if something happens um, that just does, you know, that the people there will be able to help me through it. And um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of how I got here. That's huge. And having the support of your spouse in any journey, whether it's just to get into different hand size or it's to recover from injury, whatever it is, when you have someone at your side who's with, who you spend a majority of your time with, when they can see eye to eye with you, when they can support you in that journey, whether they're uh, doing it with you or supporting you along in that journey, that makes a world of difference. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Mr. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Mr. Because yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that you know, like I've, it's come up a few times now about my my goals for small pet size. He never had those goals. Like he was my cheerleader the whole time, but he never felt like. Could you, you know, could you please do something? You know, that he's been my uh, my friend and delighted with, you know, whatever me there was. You know, and so um, so it made it really, really easy and really um, wonderful to have um, have that safe and secure spot at home and not feel pressure of, you know, like 
um, yeah, that things would not go well in marriage or, you know, wouldn't be as happy if I didn't um, look a certain way, that sort of thing, that, you know, he was always happy with whatever, you know, was me, um, continues to be. So, yeah, so it is. It's really, really good. I have a wonderful situation. And you're, so you're a mom of seven. Mom of seven. You're a a wife of a wonderful man. I am. (laughs) You are active in all areas of life. Uh, and you also run a small business. I do. Right? So what's that small business? It is a little sewing and embroidery business, and it is a delight of mine to make uh, almost entirely one-of-a-kind things or very limited edition. Um, I don't often sew for grown-ups, but I did make my dress. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and, uh, so that's really, really fun. And um, I make lots and lots of baby clothes and dresses for little girls and uh, aprons for moms and babies and increasingly some men too. Um, I love to do custom work and and I actually have a little show and tell yes. um, because there's another um, small business that you and I both really like. It's called Fresh April Flowers. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, Matt's wife Lynn is um, the one who runs that and a while ago I had the pleasure and privilege of making an apron for her and she shared her logo art with me that I put on the apron and so um, uh, tonight I have this to show that is a little um, key fob because I still had some of the orange fabric left over from her apron and I like to use everything so it's a fun um, other hallmark of my business is that I really do like to do everything so products are born as a result of liking to use everything like key fobs and chapstick clips and Lynn's um, tagline on her website is that she's a mom, self-taught baker, cookbook author, biscotti lover, and sprinkle enthusiast. And so that's on the oh my back goodness. side. And, so um, cool. and so yeah, so if someone oh. else had a small business and shared his artwork with me, perhaps, you know, <laughs> there would be another product that might appear. That it, and um, and the other thing that makes that a nice um, show and tell is that I like to make beautiful things. I like to, like to make useful things. And that um, that I'm not a knick-knack maker. They have their place, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just not it's just not what I do. I like to make beautiful, useful, um, use all the things. Right? And we things. have it. And we've used, and I've used, we have shared that you Oh, good. And you make amazing work. I've seen pictures of it. You've even taken and made it. I love that you took our, you're part of the 100 Better Club here, yeah. and you took that shirt and you made it your own. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love that you were able to do that with something so that you would take and make use of it. So you took something and made it. I'm sure you would take the extra parts, whatever came from that shirt, and make it into something yeah. else people. <laughs> that's what you do. It's talent. And it's awesome. Yeah. And I love and admire that so much, especially where we're very, um, we'll talk about ourselves here for a second. Yeah. We're very um, environmental, environmentally conscious of what we do. So we compost. We are always on top of recycling, making sure we're checking the numbers, cutting the labels off of things. Yeah. All the things we do, recycling our bags, things we can do, um, and, and try our best to help the earth as much. Yeah. But I love that you take quality, quality ingredients, mm-hmm. right? Quality pieces and make something brand new and beautiful from it and then use every piece of that thing until you have no longer having use for anything. You use it all. Yeah. I love that. I really do try to do that. And in fact, one of the first things that started my sewing business was taking men's dress shirts that maybe the elbow was worn or there's ink on the cuff and I made dresses for little girls from those because the button finishing was so beautifully done and um, and which is, it would be interesting 
composition of those fabrics and such high quality um, shirts that uh, that would just have that one flaw that, that the businessman couldn't wear them anymore, but I could do something um, yeah. with them. And again, you know, one of a kind. And so, you know, the little girl's going to see her outfit walking at her down the street. And there are certainly worse things in childhood, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. There are certainly worse things. But um, but it's part of what I really love to do um, in in yeah, just having it represent. Just like the children that wear them, many of my things are one of a kind. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. I it's love really, really it. Fun. Oh gosh, I love it. Oh, such a positive note. Um, I want you to tell me, tell us, everyone who's watching and who's listening, when you when you found that path, when you when you got your own path I got, and I've seen your physical transformation. Yeah, I don't want to downplay that. You've lost weight. You look amazing. Thank You've you. done some really impressive things yourself. And I want to hear, like, what were some of the biggest things that we can give, some little nuggets, some little gems that we can share with all of the people who are listening and watching? What are some takeaways that we can share for you? And of course, everyone's journey is different, right? But what worked so? What worked really well for you? Well, I think that there, you kind of have to figure out what your mindset is, and you know, in business, um, a question you're often asked is, what's your why? You know, mm -hmm. and then if you keep your why central, then it keeps you on the path for doing what it is that you love to do, were made to do. You know, why your business is open. I think, I think that's kind of the same thing with our bodies and um, and with, uh, with what we're to do with them is just to figure out what's your why. And so, for me. I didn't have a lot of success on the scale for a long time, and so I kind of had to change my goals and my thinking about what success looked like and what dedication looked like and how to interpret results and data. And uh, because uh, there are lots of philosophies out there about successful weight loss, and people make a lot of money um, on selling a lot of weight loss products. I bought a lot of them. Um, but and some of them were effective and some of them were not, but, um, but that piece is a little more out of our hands. The piece that's more in our hands is the dedication piece, the showing up piece, the, um, the continuing to, um, to push yourself uh, piece that is just an extension of the dedication and showing up piece. And the, um, the, uh, in earlier this year, I was bench um, pressing on the floor and on the bench, 25 pound dumbbells. And they did not get to, to feel easy, but it had, a few months had passed and I just felt like, I think I should try 30 pound ones. Um, and uh, they did not feel light, but I did them and I could do them. So now I consistently do 30 pound ones. In the most recent challenge, I, I did 35 pound ones um, and I, I got to failure on 45 pound ones. And, um, and so, um, so I couldn't do the full, um, you know, qualifying set of three um, on the 45s, but, um, but I got like two, you know, <laughs> of the three on those. And so, yeah, so, um, so that is a little more quantifiable, a little more measurable, a little more you put in the time and, um, and do things smartly and, uh, and continue to make small adjustments. And you will, it is a more certain equation, I think, um, than, you know, than the scale. You are in charge of nutrition. I am in charge of my nutrition. But, um, but you still can't really make the scale move. There could just be some things that uh, 
how they work in your own body is, is kind of what I'm going to say. And so, so I just really was able to find delight and satisfaction in the parts that I am in charge of. I'm going to just make sure that I'm doing a really good job with that. So I did do, continue to do a good job with nutrition um, while not having success on the scale. Um, but I was able to find joy in the parts where there was measurable progress. And it's so silly. Uh, particularly that my house, the first five of my children are boys, and so I've got muscles everywhere. Um, it's so silly that I would I would feel muscly myself. But truly, in the last couple weeks, um, I was brushing my teeth and um, and uh, and ha having to have a bare arm and just bringing my arm up to brush my teeth. I saw my muscle, and um, and it made me laugh. But there was also just this thrill of oh my gosh, you know. I did not have that before, um, and it was this in this routine action. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't trying to flex and you know and uh, fool around with my kids, or just uh, there was no sense of let's just see what's there. You know, <laughs> if I flex, it was a natural motion and this thrilling result. And so, um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of where I, I set my mind on on being able to be satisfied with a, a soft more than soft, a, um, a wonderful landing place of my husband's delight in, in whatever the span of my curves, you know, happened to be, and, um, and in just kind of going wholeheartedly after the things that were more within my control. Um, and um, yeah, and then continue to be dedicated nutritionally, but, um, but not making that be the center on which I orbited, um, because I'm just such a sad my hands uh, to charge what goes in, but I'm not in charge of you know, the scale move. So love that. That was so put that gems. So many little gems in there. The dedication to to staying the course, just trusting the process, and knowing that if you show up day to day, right, and it's not every day that you're here, and you trust the process, knowing that the people around you who you're paying to be a, to to advise you on what to do and how to do things, make sure you're doing things properly have your best interest at heart and yeah. know that you're staying dedicated, showing up to what you commit to be your dedication. And yes, nutrition is going to help with it and sleep's going to help with it and all the other components are going to help. But you you and your genetics really make make up what's going to happen with what your dedication brings on. Yeah. And I love you said that. Yeah. And it's and, and I do want to I do want to note here though. You lift, you're lifting heavy weights. Yeah. You're lifting some heavy weights. <laughs> lifting heavy weights because your staff won't leave me alone. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> they keep coming true. and, you know, and, and really every workout, you know, can I give you a little challenge? Mm -hmm. And those guys say, no. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I don't really mean it. You know, I'm so grateful that they're there and that they do know me and they have seen me and that I don't come every day, but right now I'm in a, a six months of unlimited period, and so I got on your, you know, all-knowing data machine um, the the week before I started um, being able to come every weekday, and I could come on weekends too, but it's just less consistent with family life. Um, so I have been coming Monday through Friday um, since I had the privilege of doing that, but for a week away with my family, and um, so I have fresh data from um, before I started, and then at the midpoint I want to get on that machine again and just. Um, just kind of see what is the difference in muscle mass and you know those sorts of things. And you've already made so, so, so much amazing progress in that. And I say weight loss because to the people who are watching and listening, like that's the most general term. But for us here, we're focusing on how we improve your composition, yeah. how we improve your lean body mass or keep yeah. the lean body mass. So muscle, how do we keep that there? Because no one's trying to build lots of muscle. Yeah. I've been trying to do it my entire life. And I'm close to being a Hulk, but I'm still, I'm still a little bit away, right? <laughs> I still got to turn green, but I'm yep, close. Yeah, but 
I'm looking happy all the time and, and, and like eating really well and stuff, but, but genetics plays a part in it. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm not eating nearly enough what I would need to, to pack on and build muscle. Yeah. So when the goal is weight loss, mm -hmm. we're talking about composition, we're talking about fat loss. So lifting heavier weights hasn't made you big and bulky, no. but rather has had a reverse effect. Mm -hmm. You actually slimmed and trimmed down quite a bit and you're yeah. seeing more definition in your arms. I Just am. a natural movement. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's exciting and there's joy to be found, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and that is tied to the effort that I put in and that I'm not doing it by myself. You know, that you and Nick and Molly and Alicia and Lynn are, are smart and creative and, um, and safe and helpful um, and coming alongside to get me, you know, um, to where I want to go, or at least, you know, progress from here, right? And there's been tremendous progress from when I came in. And, uh, well, I mean, just a couple months into starting to come here, I found out that I was going to need to have another surgery. And, um, and though two have come up in this conversation, my life has been mostly surgery-free and injury-free, but um, but just uh, you know, as a woman growing older, it was just time to um, to have a process or have a procedure done, and uh, so I did. I had it just over a year ago and was out of the gym for 12 weeks, um, and yet when I was able to resume, I wasn't I wasn't back at the beginning, and it didn't take me another 12 weeks to get back to where I was when I left in terms of strength and. Um, and and making progress and so uh, so that's really great too and when I walked back in the doors everybody here knew what I had just you know done and why was it that I not all the members but um, with all the trainers in charge of helping me you know to recover um, everybody knew and so they were able to tailor things um, to to protect me um, but to help me you know progress on towards goals and truly um, you know, I've been uh, injury-free, but uh, you know, I am lifting heavy weights here, and I'm coming, you know, Monday through Friday, and so there are some sore spots oh, yeah. every day. Um, and so there, uh, there are often conversations I'm having with whatever trainer is leading a particular workout, saying, "Okay, so this is really tight. Um, how do I, you know, uh, yeah, how do I work with that and um, and make sure that I'm not gonna hurt myself by just pushing through and um, and they are able to help me every single time, and so um, so that is just really good too and really encouraging and speaks to the protection and the creativity and the ingenuity and um, it's just really good. It's all here. That's okay. awesome. That's so good. I'm gonna do a commercial. Okay. And after the commercial. I'm gonna have you swing back and give me some words of inspiration. Okay. A long-winded, full-hearted, emotional, whatever you wanna do, but give me something good to end on so that when someone listens to this, yeah. they can hear that part and say, you know what? Yes, it is, that is, that's what I need to hear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for you, if you're watching here on YouTube, hi, hello, thank you so much for hanging out. Make sure you swing by our YouTube channel, click the subscribe button, give us a thumbs up on this video, and let us know in the comment section what you enjoyed about this. What were some parts that you enjoyed about, about Andrea's story, or maybe that relate to your story? Let us know, we wanna get this conversation going. We want this to be a conversation, so we wanna hear about it. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you can't see us, but I'm waving to you, hi. And I want you to swing by your podcasting platform, wherever that might be. And give us a five-star review because that's how we're going to be able to change more lives and help more people by getting the stories out there and showing people that it can be done and you can do this and there are lots of different ways that you can do it. 
If you don't think it's worth a five-star review, that's totally fine. Just send me an email. It's at matt, M-A-T-T, at bentonbetter.com. And I would love to hear from you of how we can make this show even better so you can benefit from it and you can grow your own fitness, health, mindset, nutrition, everything. With that, swing back over to you, Andrea. How are we going to end it? So I would say, you know, we're not in charge of everything that happens to us. Right, and that, that sometimes even things that we endeavor to do with high hopes don't go the way we turned out. But the part that we remain in charge of is the, you know, you're knocked out is the get up part, right? We're not always, always in charge of the knockdowns. You know, we like, um, we didn't do the pandemic, right? <laughs> that wasn't us, um, but we were living through it and, um, and you guys responded fast and beautifully. You were in charge of the get up part, right? And so you did. And so that's what I would say is um, is the, the most powerful thing I can leave anybody with is just recognize you're in charge of getting up. And so it's a really good thing. And to be able to bring yourself here um, is not just encountering smart, creative, uh, protective, in it with you for your goals trainers, it's all the members that are in it with you as well. And you, you know, I've made improvements in my physique and strength. There are, um, there are uh, people of varying physiques that, um, that have been at the gym longer than I have, that are walking in the door for the first time in their early days, brand, brand new. And what they find is what I found, it's very celebratory, very um, meet you where you are in terms of um, your physical strength and well-being and goals place and everybody is engaged to help you on to the next thing and and pausing along the way to say i just saw you know that thing you lifted i just saw that that jump you know that big high jump that you just jumped upon you know and um and to be able to say um yeah i'm with you and i got to see it and it was so good that was awesome oh my gosh you're so oh so good okay well Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on YouTube or on the podcast. We appreciate you hanging out with us. and we've enjoyed it. We'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye. That was so good. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> so good.